So dividend stocks versus growth stocks. Now, when it comes to dividend paying stocks, I also call those income stocks. These are stocks that are a lot more stable when you look at their price fluctuations on the stock market. And of course, a dividend paying stock pays you as a shareholder an income on a frequent basis. Usually in the US, it's quarterly. Some examples are, of course, McDonald's, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, even Walmart. Now, growth stocks are stocks that are a lot more volatile when you look at their performance on the market, but the underlying companies focus on growth. So all the revenue that these companies generate is put back into the company in order to grow the company as fast as possible. Some examples are going to be your Teslas, Google, Facebook, Twitter. So which one is better, dividend paying stocks or growth stocks? Me personally, I prefer dividend paying stocks, but there are no rules that say that you can only have one or the other. You can have both in your portfolio. So if you're an investor and you're thinking about it, which one should I get? Get both. So whenever we talk about growth or income stocks, you always want to think about the business life cycle that this particular business is in that you are planning to invest in. So for example, a business always starts out as an idea in the mind of its creator. It's at that idea process that this creator will look for other people that believe in this idea and they can work as a group on this business in order to form a startup. When a business moves from an idea to a startup, and it's a good idea, it's a good business, this business might also attract some capital from angel investors and capital and venture capitalists. Once some of the kinks are worked out, this business shifts from the startup phase into the growth phase. It's in the growth phase that the business wants to expand as much as possible. So expanding might mean anything from expanding into different countries, expanding into different states. It might also mean generating a lot more capital so the business can spend more money on research and development. It might also mean attracting the best and the most qualified people to work for the company. It's also in the growth phase that a company might go from being a private company to being a public company through an IPO like we previously thought about, talked about. So it's at that growth phase where you can see companies, a lot of tech companies like Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. After the growth phase, a company shifts more towards and actually shifts into a maturity stage, a mature stage. This is where a company has worked out all the kinks. It's a stable company. Customers know what they can expect from their products or services. It's a very stable company, usually called a blue chip company. These are mostly companies that are going to be paying a dividend. So think about your Walmarts, your Targets, your McDonald's. Those companies are always in the maturity stage. They are the market leaders in their space. After the maturity stage, there is a decline stage. So what's the decline stage? The decline stage is where customers don't want the products or services that a company sells anymore. It's pretty much obsolete. Think about the cassette player. Think about the Walkman. Even think about Blockbuster. Like nobody goes to Blockbuster. They went bankrupt because everybody's watching Netflix.
So if you're not the type of person who likes to look and pick and choose individual stocks, you can always look into um, mutual funds and even index funds or ETFs. That's what I would recommend. After I bought my first index fund and I got familiar with kind of how the stock market worked, that's when I started learning and teaching myself about fundamental analysis, which allowed me to pick and choose individual stocks, which work best for my investment account. And after I taught myself about fundamental analysis, I noticed one thing. I noticed that whenever I would buy a stock, immediately the stock would go down in price. I'm like, this is something that I did not like. So that's when I started looking into day trading. And some of the, I'm not a day trader, but I do use some of the day trading techniques, especially when I'm buying stocks. These are topics that I will discuss on a different time, on a different day. Thank you for listening to my podcast on stock market investing. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can find by searching my name, Giovanni Richters. Also, be sure to check out my books and audiobooks on stock market investing. I'll catch you in the next episode.